Uh, okay. Okay. Theme song, or should we oh, just shit. crank? Should, yeah. should we just uh, crank right, into it? There were rumors about. Our, let's our, do the theme song. Our practice round. Uh, I don't think we have time. Okay. To save time. Unless, I have um, to leave at one, so that's. You good. have to leave at one. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's one forty-five. Uh, Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Okay. Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute who knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Vigor's half-elf, he shifts his shape and wields a spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest, they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Good afternoon, and welcome to Spout Lore. I'm your Game Master, Sean O'Hara, and earlier today I bit my tongue, and it's really fucking me up. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. To you, it may sound like it's just been two weeks, but for us, it's been a number of months since we've played together. And with me today, as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Hello. Playing Fat Billy, the Halfling Thief. Jessica Tai. Hello. Playing Ving Vang Zumba, the elven, half-elven druid. Paul Ops. Oh, hello. Welcome back, Paul. Welcome back. And playing guest character Shethane Wick, Mark Robertson. Hello. Everybody's back in town. Wes is here, too. Mark's kids, apparently, as well. (laughs) And we are all just riding high on the um, energy. Is that blood on your chin? It is. You know it. (laughs) That's Skittles juice. Skittles. Uh, Mark gave us Skittles. And we are continuing our game of Dungeon World. When last we left our heroes, they had been, in a sense, reunited in the spirit world within the Hive of Wasp. Ving Vang Zumba, who has been traveling through the spirit world after being trapped here a number of weeks ago Mm in-game. Yeah. A couple weeks. Who knows? Time is malleable in the spirit world. Uh, Was trapped within the Hive of Wasp, and his friends Tuck and Billy traveled with uh, curmudgeonly spirit expert Shethane. And found their way to the hive, finding Ving in a precarious position, strapped to the hive of the you wall. You can say of the a hive. sticky situation. A sticky situation. It's a hive. Are hives sticky? Yeah, most right. Yeah. Yeah, I would assume so. I've never been inside. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so. learning a lot. We mentioned yeah. wasp honey. Yeah, yeah. But is that a thing? I, I guess it is in the game. Stuff There's... to like eat. Well, my but cocoon is sticky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's sticky in here. <laughs> okay, so here's the scenario. Here's where we are. A cavern. Light streams in through a variety of holes in the ceiling, but shadows abound. There's rough, uneven sections of the cavern walls in all directions made by wasp's hive that kind of weaves in and out of the rock walls. Some of it's natural cavern. Some of its hive. Some seems like it was almost chewed out by wasp. Like the stone is uneven in weird, unnatural ways. Billy, Tuck, and Shethane, you are sort of in this baked potato configuration where 
Shethane and Billy are hanging off of Tuck and you're all wrapped in the camouflage cloak. Perel, as a fishman, has made himself small and compact. Gary, the sapling, is there <laughs> and probably not jazzed about the scenario, but he's a little baby tree, so who knows? Ving, you are semi-conscious. You are sort of still coming in and out of consciousness, but upon seeing Tuck and Billy's face at the end of last session, do you think that's like woken you up a little bit maybe? Yeah, I think, like, I, think I, I think I screamed friends. Okay, so if you scream... Yeah. You screamed their name, I think. You screamed Tacoma, Billy, or something like that. And you're you're pretty well adhered to the wall. You're having trouble moving. Mm-hmm. And you scream their names. And the swarm around you gets immediately agitated. They start buzzing around frantically, angrily, confused. Can I just start singing a song like, Tuck and Billy. <laughs> you want to try and... Tuck play- and Billy. You just wanna, play cool. Yeah, yeah just, just try wanna- and distract from yeah. the fact that you alerted yeah okay yeah, yeah. Um, take it away stingy <laughs> <laughs> you started naming the yeah. separate wasp entities yeah. uh okay so that will be a defy danger charisma i guess to hide the fact that you uh just gave away your friends eight eight altogether yep okay so on a seven to nine you stumble hesitate or flinch the gm will offer you a worse outcome hard bargain or ugly choice so you can distract them in doing so you're going to draw more attention to yourself and they're going to take it out on you they might sting you a little bit they might do something to you because i mean like they are spirit wasps so it's not straight up stinging all the time they're Mm -hmm. doing like weird things to your spirit connection like it feels not good like it feels really bad so you can draw that danger to yourself yeah i want to because they're in a better position to help me than i am okay so yeah i'll do that yeah uh so what do you think this sting does to you does it hurt i think it weakens me further maybe uh, like i i like start losing consciousness okay so you think it's just gonna knock you back out it's gonna bring me back down yeah okay yeah maybe it causes them to put a little bit of gross wasp stuff over my mouth oh okay yeah so they yeah so you 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 yell out and they start coughing into their hands and putting it on my face (laughs) yeah you're gonna get sick now (sighs) wasp flu the wasps start crawling all over you up over your face (laughs) yeah and you feel them as you're spitting against them they start barfing that paper and it's up your neck and then it's over your mouth and it seals your mouth shut your nose is still out so you can still breathe but they yeah you are totally adhered and they're stinging you in a way that just knocks you right like it it feels like they're taking bits not physically out of yeah. you, but like spiritually out of oh, you. Man. And you're just unconscious. And Billy, Tuck, and Shethane, you see that happen. The wasps uh. start freaking out. But since uh, since Ving did that, they are not paying attention to you. Wait, am I corporeal now? You are corporeal, but you're still floating okay. for now. Okay. And you still feel the ghost root kind of gurgling in your stomach once in a while. Okay. Yeah. So I'm... I'm corporeal, but I'm flo- how did I become corporeal again? Uh, it it was a consequence of a six, I think, okay. of a failure. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was a consequence of a failure because the whole thing was you were incorporeal, but that also meant that you couldn't be injured. Oh, yeah. Uh, but now you are back to being able to hit and be hit because you couldn't fight either. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is but- the is the ghost root like wearing out a little bit? It seems to be like in bits and pieces because <laughs> mm-hmm. at first. You could fly and uh, you weren't 
corporeal, but now you're corporeal again, and you can assume that the next thing to go would be this ability to float. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But you cool. see you see Ving get knocked out by these wasps. What do you all do? You're, we got to get your friend out of here. He's mm. not going to last much longer. Did we ever try to create a fire? Like, to mm. smoke out the wasps? No, we oh. didn't. That's a good idea. It's a great idea. Yeah. So... What kind of fire making stuff? Have Wait, we, got? we have Perel with us too, right? <gasps> yeah, he but he's been having trouble with spells. Okay, he can. Sh- he's been able to control the form of of Koi, but he's said that he hasn't. He doesn't have access to his magic. Is he? What form but is he in? He's right very now? small, but he's like a chubby little, tiny legs, tiny arms, fat little fish boy. <laughs> maybe <it's laughs> kind of like be. Billy sized, but a fish. That's great. Can he maybe help Billy? We got a book too, full yeah. of spells and. But he doesn't know. Yeah, Tuck wants to hide that from Perel, apparently. Oh, His, like, right. little journal. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. I wink. I <laughs> um, Getting back to winking. So you, if you, so you want to try and create a fire, Billy? Sure. Is that the plan? You're like, I'm going to smoke them out. Yeah, because if we go grab Vang, they're, well, they're, like, crawling on him. Mm-hmm. They're going to yeah. know we're there. Yeah. 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 Fire's a good idea. Um, so what do you all have in your inventory potentially? Through which magnifying glass. I have, true. Yeah, but you're all papered up. You can't do shit. Wait, no. I, uh, I have, I have, uh, Larry and Chad. I can smash them against each other. See if I can make sparks. You can't just do that with regular rocks. I, That's not how can. Wait, No, it's, it's flint and steel. Wait, I look no, at Larry. No, you can. <laughs> I look at Larry and Chad. I'm like, can you guys like rub together, make some sparks? Uh, <laughs> you're just looking at me so desperately. Yeah, I mean, Actually, I guess when that, I that's... Uh, I did I did the spell and it made one of them light up and he had sparks coming off of him and when he when he lit he got it's a light spell. It's a light. You Wait, can't with, set the, fire with the spark effect. I am asking Larry and Chad. I'm like, uh-huh. can you guys rub together and make some sparks? Is that possible? Oh man, um, uh, we've never tried it before, but okay, I guess we. Could. I'm gonna try it, and then I start sensually rubbing <laughs> against one another. I was gonna say you guys have adventuring gear, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we can. But I mean, like. <clears throat> Rocks create friction. Friction creates heat. I have my shitty grass cloak still that could be oh, used as yeah, fuel. We can, yeah, they they could potentially they're because I mean they're thinking outside of the rocks, um, so they could potentially figure it out because now they've they've got individuality. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. they're thinking about what being a rock actually means. Uh-huh. Uh, it's also uh, more fun. Yeah, it's more interesting. It's more yeah. interesting than like adventuring gear. Yeah. Mark, check a part, uh, thing off of your adventuring gear. <laughs> okay, that so was like I such think... a D and D nerd for thing for, thing for me to be like. But what about your adventuring gear? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You're a nerd. <laughs> so we get okay. we'll have some sparks. Yeah, we need some some tinder. We need mm-hmm. something to catch. That's the, the grass gotcha, cloak. Gotcha, gotcha, perfect. Has. Yeah, we're all good. Are okay. you wearing it? No, no, no. Do you, I, put, do you put it on? I'm not going to put it on because then I will, I will cook pretty fast probably. <laughs> but I'll hold it. We're going to roll this because we want to see if it'll even work, right? So, And who um, are you using? Uh, Larry and Chad, the two rocks. Terry is not involved? Yeah, where's Terry? Can Larry I say, you... I, actually, I'm Terry. <laughs> Where, oh, yeah. I think you have all of them, don't but you? Isn't Terry still lit up? No, that would have ended oh, long ago, yeah. Okay. Do I have all of them then? I think so. Okay, whatever. I take all of them. You're going to make them all do it? I guess so. Why not? Three rocks. uh, I don't know how. Which (laughs) two of you want to be involved in this? 
Well, I mean, none of us really, but uh, come on, this you is got, a new thing. Cause just do it. Usually, I just we'd all just feel like we were just one thing, right? But now it's like, well, this is my bud Terry. This is my bud Chad. Now we're just rubbing up against each other. This is a new experience for all of us. Look, two of you guys step up. Let's get this done. <laughs> what if you just called two of them Terry? What? <laughs> for now. They just like, all right, let's just do it. Just get us in a pile. We okay. Can figure it out. I put I put them in a pile above the, the grass cloak. This is all happening inside of a cocoon. Yeah, and you're all speaking very quietly. Okay, and I'm I guess everyone's on my belly. Mm-hmm. This is the orientation, is everyone's on my belly, and Billy has put the grass cloak on my belly. And I guess you're snuggled up pretty tight too, Shafay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys created like a hammock scenario, I yeah. think, if I remember correctly. So all right. w- what do I roll? Let's, what do we think? Stop interrupting. He's doing something. I know. He asked me what what I, he needs to do. I asked what I roll. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, really wants the action to happen. <laughs> uh, I guess it would be. What do we think? Wisdom. I guess it's spirit world stuff. Yeah. So yeah. it'd probably be wisdom. Yeah. Two d six plus wisdom. Six plus one seven. Oh shit! I didn't lo- do any of the level up stuff. No, you didn't. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so you, we do it at the beginning, end of the session. We can do it at the end, yeah. Okay. Well, I, okay. Seven. So seven. Yeah. It's a partial success. What do you think happens? Because I think... It works. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> and it catches on fire. But... It, it also catches my loincloth on fire. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I was going to say... I was going to kind of agree. Like, it works... Way too well. <laughs> Way too fast. This thing's full of smoke. Now, yeah. smoke is billowing out of the... Is this when Tux the... loses his beard? Oh, no. <laughs> oh. no. Uh. It, is, it is a spiritual projection of Tux, so his material beard could very well still be intact. But is, I guess, yeah, I do, I'm doing it, like, right here. Yeah. You know, like, when you... When you're watching TV and you put a plate right on your chest no, and you're just no. eating a huge plate of spaghetti and shoveling it directly into your mouth, it's like that far away from my face. So my beard is in it, just as it is in spaghetti when I eat it uh-huh. off my chest. <laughs> so you put Larry, Terry, and Chad on the grass skirt and they are close to each other uh-huh. and they start sort of like grinding. <laughs> Slowly at first, yeah. Walk and, us through it, but then, the, but then they're like moving really fast. They're really getting like they, into it, but yeah. they start they, heating up, and they really love it. They fucking love it. And and they're at this point, they're like, there's a point where they start moaning. <laughs> oh my god! It's like it's like trying to record a podcast with my own brain at thirteen. <laughs> So yes, they're grinding. They're getting into it. It's going really well. They were all nervous at first, but they think, you know what? Maybe three is the right number for them. Uh, but there's, but there is a point where they they're glowing. Yeah, like they're glowing from the friction, uh-huh. and then their smoke starts coming off of uh-huh. the grass skirt. Yeah, and then it all. Can you let me give it a blow? <laughs> yeah, you got a blow, Tuck. You, you got to get blow. blow. Okay, I'll blow on it. I don't have any hangups. <laughs> yeah. So you, you blow a little bit of air so on I it? So I blow a little bit on it. I'm like, do it, do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, you don't have any hang-ups. And the grass skirt catches, and it just catches like wildfire. <laughs> it's so fiery, 
and you can feel it start burning your beard. I and lose all of the hair on my face. <laughs> Have you ever smelled spirit hair burning before? It's disgusting. Oh, oh god. <laughs> oh my god. So in in a few seconds, like this little closed off area you've created with your bodies, yeah. Billy, you're standing next to Perel, the little fish boy right yeah. now. And this area is just filled with smoke and the thing is on fire and it's, you've only got a few moments to figure out what to do. What do you do? I, uh, I, I smack it off. I smack it off of my, 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 I smack, I go, Billy, help. Uh, and I, <laughs> I, I just kick it off of him. You just kick it off? Yeah. And it hits the ground. Okay. Oh, oh no, I'm on fire. Oh, and then I smack his face a bit to try to put out the flame. <laughs> Wait, just Where keep slapping. I- I'll, I'll get in there too, give him a couple yeah. slaps. I said, we got to get this fire out by slapping this guy. But we were trying to start a fire. <laughs> I like that. I like that you were like, I do, I uh, slap, I do, uh, Billy, help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Billy, you're trying to kick it out. So, get, you're trying to act quickly. Give me a defy danger dexterity. All right. 2d6 plus your dexterity modifier. Seven. Oh. Yes. Okay, so you kick it out, like you run up and you kick this little bundle out like past Tuck's face. You see it start floating down to the ground, this burning ball of grass and hair. <laughs> what do we think happens? It starts filling the chamber with smoke. Again, very quickly. Yeah. Like oh, it, yeah. it hits a pile of like detritus, like wasp paper and um, bones and like the weird old newspapers yeah, scales and yeah. feathers and yeah God yeah totally what. like b- weird bones from different things uh so so it it floats down into a pile of that sort of stuff and uh Shithane, you can see because are you on top of or underneath this pile <laughs> i'm on top <laughs> so you look I, c- I can see down yeah. through the like the cloaks coming over as like kind of yeah. a tent arrangement mm-hmm. and then kind of sealing up around the edges of yeah, yeah. But a little a little gap beside his jaw knocked out and i can see that go down i can also now see uh your chin doesn't match the rest of your physique. We can see why you had such a great big, huge beard there. Yeah, what does Tuck's hairless face look like? It's really fat. He looks like a baby. <laughs> it's just round, totally it's round. Really, yeah. like I have a double chin. Oh my yeah. god, you look so fit in everywhere else. Though. I don't know how to lose weight in just my chin. Oh, I I know the feeling. But like instantly, just cute and way less threatening. Like you just look super huggable. Yeah. Better grow it back before I wake up. Yeah. <laughs> I got, yeah, it's like I have a, like I have a big double chin and another chin. A triple chin. Triple I have chin. a triple chin. Two chins. Yeah. Three chins. Yeah. <laughs> I look like Kyle Kinane without the beard. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Fucking awful without the beard. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh so yeah, this little ball of grass and fire floats down into a pile. I have a tattoo on my jaw that uh-huh. says uh <laughs> Allison on it. Oh wow. <laughs> That's old. That's an old tattoo. Yeah, it's I had a neck t- like I wanted a neck tattoo, but they just gave it to me underneath my jaw. <laughs> And I felt embarrassed about it because people were like, Allison's a succubus, so I just grew out my beard. That's why Tuck has a beard? Yeah, because I have a tattoo on my (laughs) It's a tattoo of an ex-girlfriend who tried to drag him to hell. Yeah. Great. The cavern starts catching. Everything starts burning so fast. It starts pouring up the walls and spreading out all over the ground. And again, within like 20 seconds, the place is burning. Are the, oh. are the wasps gone? At first, they're still really swarming all over Ving. 
and all over that section of the wall. And then the ones even in other parts of the cavern, yeah, they start either dropping or fleeing. Yeah, they seem to be pouring out of this cavern now. Oh, this is like the opening that fire's always been looking for. Yeah, totally. We, we like snuck fire into the lair of the wasp. And yeah. It's like, ooh. Exactly. How, how are Larry and Chad doing? Uh, Did they, they come? Oh, maybe. Oh, what? No, it was all three of them. So they all came. Oh, cool. Uh, they, um... <laughs> so do you, do you think they went down with the pile? Oh. Did they go down when Billy kicked the pile out? Yeah, that would yes. make sense. Yeah, so you're, you can't see how they're doing right now. <laughs> oh, no. It's okay. okay. They're rocks. They will yeah. survive the flames. At least they got off. <laughs> they got their rocks. The rocks got off. <laughs> nice. Um, um, yeah, so that's the situation. This place is engulfed in flames. So um, this looks like a good opportunity for us to maybe uh, maybe start chopping your friend out of the wall mm-hmm. here. Yeah, but now, you, now Tuck has to maneuver his weird blimp-like body uh, through a bunch of fire. Hey, I'm in a bulk phase. Okay. <laughs> well, luckily, the uh, cloak is made out of... Uh, oh, buttermoth silk buttermoth is silk, flame which, retardant. Yeah, which is fire. This is easy. So. Yeah. We're going to get out of here, no problem. Oh, sick. That's great. Yeah. Hey, Tuck, let's all swim, like kick our legs and <laughs> propel ourselves towards Bing. <laughs> okay, yeah, start kicking my legs a little bit. All right. And is Billy also kicking his legs, yeah. like helping? <laughs> but I'm just laying on Tuck, mm-hmm. and I'm not doing much. But his kicking legs are, tuck. he's trying. He's like, kind of doing the thing from 80s movies where, like, girls are, like, on their beds talking on the phone, and yeah. they're, like, kicking yeah. their legs in the air. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of those little um, blue foam boards at the pool. <laughs> he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 2d6 plus dexterity. To get co- close enough to grab to get Bing. Bing at it. Well, close enough to act because he's like in there. Okay. It's not just going to be a like swoop down, grab him, yank him off. Okay. Potentially. Okay. Do we think Billy's kicking is helping? Yes. <laughs> yes. So then Billy rolls 2d6 plus the bond. It's the end. whole hook. You have to believe yeah. if you wish to achieve. Oh, boy. Well, nine, ten. Okay. I did not do so well. It didn't matter. I succeeded. Okay. No, Billy failed, though, because okay. he rolled to eight, and he still rolled a failure. Oh, so sorry. So, so you're going to get what you want, Tuck. Billy, mark a point of experience. So, Tuck, you start like swimming in. You're passing through or around or above like gouts of flame that are pouring off the walls and floor, and um, this flame is picking up so much that it is becoming an aspect of fire. So now it's like the flames are coalescing and acting together almost to actively destroy the cavern and you can hear fires like consume consume and now this fire is becoming one big raging spirit okay well my priority is to get ving out Mm -hmm. so shithane can you like hop down and like start cutting him out of that thing spray some water in my face or something (laughs) just help me wake up yeah, so how does how does Shethane try and get him out? Um, well, I've got a short sword while you guys are holding the cloak out in its sort of tent-shaped, bubble shape for us to still stay under it. I'll get the short sword out and just start hacking away at the at the burning, I guess, paper and gunk and yeah. and, uh, and wasp cum or whatever's holding him in there. <laughs> Great. It's a real blue episode yeah. so far. This is spelt lore, knights. <laughs> um, so After is that... goes down. <laughs> Is that a strength? Uh, yeah, a hack and slash. 
Like, are you are you trying to just like force through it? I'm trying to just cut away at the edges to get enough to pull him, to yeah. pull a chunk of him yeah. off that he's in that we. Can... It's on fire, right? Or it's starting. Uh, to be it's on? starting to be on. Yeah. It's starting to catch like on the sides. So I'm mm. trying to. I'm the trying toes. to cut away at the. Just do whatever I can to dislodge him where there's little gaps or where there's fire or where there's burnt bits. Just get the sword in there and just like wedge him out of there. Yeah, great. Uh, okay. Yeah, give me a two d six plus strength. And Tuck and Billy, you and Perel is turning around like, oh no, and you can feel fire like pressing against you, like moving towards. So eleven and two. Hell yeah, thirteen. Yeah, you just are cutting through this thing like butter, um, like and... paper, maybe. <laughs> no, butter, butter, <laughs> buttery paper. Um, <laughs> you know, just when you get a nice fresh piece of paper, it's just like butter; it just melts on your tongue. Yeah, so you hack through with your sword and. You feel like Ving, the weight of Ving's body, which you're noticing feels different than pretty much anything you've handled in the spirit world so far. Like he's got this density and this like placeness that you don't experience often because his physical body is actually here. Mm-hmm. He just comes off the wall and falls into your arms. And Ving, you start coming back too because you feel all these sensations mm-hmm. and you feel your body under its own weight again. And you're slowly like fluttering, like, oh, coming uh, back to the who, surface. Who are you? You open your eyes and you you awake to a smoky cavern. And a smoky gentleman. Yeah. And the face of an elf that you actually might recognize. (gasps) Oh, do you recognize him? Whoa. I'm Shethane and we don't have a lot of time to chat. We got to get you out of here. This place is burning down. No, let's figure out what exposition (laughs) is possible here. (laughs) This is what I'm saying from inside the cloak. (laughs) I can't believe I'm being saved by a wick. Oh. <laughs> and that is where we're going to end it for today. Thank you for listening to Spelt Lore, everybody. I've been your game master, Sean O'Hara. With me, as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Boys just want to have fun. Fat Billy the Halfling Thief, played by Jessica Tai. Abdul has a firm grip, so I'll give him the firmest pencil I have. <laughs> Ving Vang Zumba, the half-elven druid, Paul Oppers. I like... The Rocks, so much. Shethane Wick, the Elven Ranger. Mark Robertson. Yeah, let's get physics in here now and explain why these things won't work in the game. Thanks to Abdul and Wes for making all the technical stuff happen behind the scenes. Thanks to Aaron Reed for our intro and outro music. Thanks to Mark and MP for their home, for welcoming us into their home. And Longa McQuaid for having a very flexible <laughs> return policy. <laughs> Thanks to Longa McQuaid for not asking too many questions. <laughs> yeah, Longa McQuaid, you're going to be getting some of this equipment back today. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you to you for listening. We'll see you next time. And so ends the tale of Adventures 3 Who tried the best they can Though dumb and scared and lost they be For times abreast in revelry Though our journey may be like a conclusion, we will not leave you without a resolution. Return next week to hear some more whilst you commute or do your chores. And for you, I'd gladly spout more. 
<laughs> Any I think tattoos are stupid. Though. You literally have a massive tattoo of a tree. I know. I didn't choose to get that. And we an old girlfriend on one of your chins. Yeah, yeah. That's why I think tattoos are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you hate tattoos because you got one of an ex a long time ago? <laughs> <laughs> it was a really bad choice. Nobody even tried to talk me out of it. You gave it to yourself. Yeah, and you I gave it to my So that all the A's are backwards. In a mirror. <laughs> It's really hard. <laughs> These are backwards. Paul, I'm so glad you're back. 